Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Karina. And I'm Laura. And we're twin sisters obsessed with all things beauty. On this week's episode, we are going to be doing a beauty question and answer segment from one of our favorite beauty blogs, Temptalia. We're going to be going back and forth um, with our questions. And then at the end of our episode, our double take this week, we'll be talking about our March favorites. Thanks for listening. Thank you. So this week, we thought we would do some Q&As from Temptalia. She is one of the most well-known beauty reviewers out there. She has a really popular Instagram and blog following. So if you want to go over to her site, she is at Temptalia. And then I think it's just Temptalia.com. Mm-hmm. And so on her Instagram, every week or every day, it looks like she does a question of the day that is beauty related. And I really love reading the answers because it just shows how different everybody's opinions are on certain aspects of beauty, their routines, products they like to use. So I thought it would be really fun if we could share some of our answers to some of her questions of the day. And we're going to start. We've got a lot to talk about. Yay. So we're not going to try and go too far in depth with, with the answers, but it'll give you a good idea as to what our preferences are, what we tend to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love these questions because it gets us thinking a little bit more thoughtfully about beauty and not just passively consuming stuff that we see online. So Karina, my first question for you is what type of light do you use to apply your makeup in and what do you prefer? Well, let's start off with what I prefer, um, because what I prefer versus what we have here. Mm -hmm. Um, So me and Laura live together. We live in the same house and we're normally getting ready um, pretty early on in the morning. So and here up in the Pacific Northwest, it's not full sunlight yet at, let's say, 7 a.m. when we're trying to do our makeup. Uh, So I would prefer natural sunlight Uh as much light as possible, but we simply just don't have that. So that's what I would prefer is natural sunlight. Um, But what we use is, you know, a lamp in our little beauty nook. We have a little nook off our kitchen. Um, It does have a window out into the yard. So when there is sun, we can let that in. Um, But otherwise, we just have a simple overhead lamp. So that's what we got. Yeah, I would really prefer in our in the room that we do our makeup in is facing not where the sun is hitting. So it gets sunnier at the end of the day versus the beginning of the day on that side of the house. So there was really never any direct sunlight through the window there. But we do have that overhead light. I don't really mind it. I feel like the morning is very dark and I don't I like to kind of get ready in dim light I don't know why I would prefer that over like really blinding so, sunlight so like when you get to to work is your makeup just like a surprise no it's actually a lot more subtle because I feel like I'm really doing a lot oh, yeah because the, the shadows morning. like the shadows like because it is a little bit darker yeah. than what you would and then prefer. I, it does seem like I'm putting on a lot of makeup and, and then, then I, I get there and, and I'm, I'm like, like, well, what? There's nothing there. What happened to my eyeshadow? You know what I've been doing lately is I've been applying blush and then I'll put on my phone's flashlight and shine it over my cheeks because I've noticed after I do my makeup, I'll go into the bathroom and change my clothes for work and I look like I have zero blush on and I really like blush. So I've been like shining a flashlight on my cheeks and adding more as I've one I don't know it's been really interesting all right cool okay so next question is do you purchase backups why and why not okay this is something I've only just started doing um I have (laughs) a lot of backups of a lot of different things now not color related just all um I have some skincare backups okay um but 
uh, I think my last episode we were talking about um, that I bought two backups of my Anastasia Browis. So I actually have three of those backed up, which was a good, that's a good two year supply think, for me. I think that's normal for people to have backups of like mascaras, bra- like something that you yeah. know you're going to go through very quickly, yeah. except in your case you don't. I, I have, well, we have a big old stash of like sheet masks. Um, our sister gifted us with a bunch of samples, uh, from her time in Japan for Christmas. So we have a bunch of like little skincare doodads to go through. Uh, so there's a lot of that. I have another, I have another extra, um, La Roche-Posay cleanser that I need to use. Okay. Um, I have, oh, what did I just buy? Um, I just started on one of my backups of my L'Oreal Pro Glow because this is actually the third tube of it I'm on right now. So it's like um, your yeah, basics, I do, like I your have staples. basic backups. Because if okay. it's going to be color, it's going to be, it has to be something that I've been using for years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the one thing, the couple of things I have in my, in my makeup that I have a backup of is always mascara. Uh-huh. Because I like when mascaras are almost expired. Like, they, oh. they feel, they look better on my lashes when they're not new. You, you know, know what I, like they're like dried dry. out. A little bit drier. Oh. I like, um, a, I like a little more emollient mascara. Yeah. I like, so mascara. I always have mascara. I always have, I have a backup of my Maybelline concealer that I really like. Um, a backup of brow gel. And then that's it. Then as far as skincare goes, I have a bin of skincare under my bed that I pull out every time I use something up. Um, so I have tons of back, I don't really have backups. The only thing I have a backup in skincare is my Clinique cleansing balm. I think yeah. I have two backups because I go through that and I know I love it. So that's the one thing that I really repurchase often. Yeah, it's not necessarily backups that you have. It's more like I ha- it's not multiples of the same thing. I just thing. have a lot of stuff. So yeah. I have a lot of things ready to go on deck. So I'll pull out my bin and I'll kind of look through it and see what I've got. Um, the, and I've, do, wait, do you ever backup? Have you ever bought an, a backup of something you knew was like a limited edition? I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think so. Because I think there's always something new and next that's going to be way more exciting. You know what I mean? Like, there's something exciting about something new and different. Yeah, I don't really go for anything limited edition anyway. Uh Because, I don't know, for some reason I get in my mind that's like, oh, it's limited edition. It's not that great quality then. Because it's not something that they Um, normally make. I don't know. Okay. I'm probably wrong, but that's That's just what I think. Okay. All right. So, my turn. So, Laura, do other people's opinions on your makeup influence you at all? On my makeup? Mm-hmm. The only time that it has really influenced me is when somebody had asked me if I wear bronzer, and I hadn't up to that point, and they said, oh, well, you should try this, such and such, whatever. And so then I started using bronzer, and it really made a difference in how I thought my makeup looked, and I think other people noticed it as well. Mm-hmm. Um were they just telling you, did you look like a ghost really or what? Pale. I don't know. I don't think it came off that way, but I think that was probably one of the only times because my makeup is so, like, soft usually anyway. It's not really anything that people comment on, if that makes um, sense. And I mean, nor, yeah. I don't really wear makeup for other people. I like to, yeah. I like to play around. I, I literally wear a different eye look pretty much every day. I mean, it's kind of in the same color family, but everything's a little bit different. Mm. So I kind of just like to play. I don't know. What do you, what is your um, answer? I usually get compliments on my skin and or my eyebrows. Okay. So I feel like I've just been doing what I'm doing. That's a, that's a sign that I should probably just keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if people say like, wow, your skin looks so good. You look so 
like, I get, you know, I'm not going to, like, toot my own horn, but toot, toot, like, I don't think I look 30. No, we don't look 30. Yeah, we don't look 30 at all, which is... But um, I don't... A, a multitude of factors. But I also but don't look 18. No. Thank but God. I also don't look 22. I don't know. There's a... It's just, like, you look good. Like, yeah. you've taken care I of look your like skin. A, I, look like a, I look like a young woman. And you look like somebody who's taken care of their skin. Yeah. Who's, like, really cared and, like, I don't know. I think your skin is your investment. That's exactly right. Okay. All right, next question. Okay. Oh, God. This is this is a good one. Um, thanks to Instagram. Um, okay, so what types of products have you reached maximum saturation on? Ooh, boy. Okay, so... Oh, I got answers for so you. So, as far as, like, seeing stuff online or stuff that I personally have too much of? I think I can... Keyword is products, not looks. Products. Okay, highlighters. Highlighters, for so sure. So, I own, I think, out of every category of makeup that I have, I ha- probably have more highlighters than anything. Um, and a lot of that was received for free due to, like, working in makeup and make- at makeup counters. But I kind of feel like we can only make so many shimmer shades that suits people's <laughs> skin tones. And now I'm seeing, like, Rihanna trying to pull off, like, a burgundy highlight as a highlight and I'm like no that's just a shimmery blush like you're why yeah, are you her, calling it a highlighter the yeah her dual pants like, with like the blue and orange I'm it's like, like everything that now has a shimmer is now considered highlight like yeah. Jeffree Star with like a blue, blue highlight. highlight no that's also, an eyeshadow yeah that's for your eyes and also you don't need a full ounce of it but nobody's putting that on their cheeks. I don't see that on people's cheeks. I know. I hate when people are like, hashtag festival season. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but purple highlight is not an, it's not like an everyday. It's not an everyday. You know what? Maybe yeah. it is an everyday thing for you, just not for like the masses. Let's I don't, make yeah, that Yeah, I think for the, for the majority of people, maybe not in the beauty community, but do consume beauty and a, use a it. A purple or blue highlight I don't think is they're doing not, that. it's not going to happen, guys. Um, what other, oh, okay, I other think, products? I think we've already seen this trend it started happening a few months ago, but definitely I think the beauty industry in general and I and you know IG in particular has kind of um, jumped off the liquid matte lipstick train, which I'm so I happy agree. about. I, told, I think it's back to bullet lipsticks. I think it's back to cream formulas, satin mm-hmm. fin- cr- satin to like oh and glossy finishes are now gloss very is, popular. Gloss is big again, guys. Um, I, yeah, we're all. It's so funny how far the pendulum swings one way and then it swings the other. Everything way. matte, There's, everything flat, and then all of a sudden, but it's like everything completely matte in the face was the trend with like a major blinding highlight on the cheeks, ugh. which I don't think it's so makes sense looking at all. No, it doesn't make any sense. You kind of look like you're. It doesn't look right. To it doesn't have look a real. Fully matte face, and then you just turn your cheek, and it's just like it's like chromed. it's like, like chromed. It's like a stripe of wet on your face. I'm like, no, it it looks more. I was gonna say more better. That's not a word. Uh, <laughs> it looks more natural to have a dewy finish all over with an extra oomph in highlighted yeah. areas. Um, what else? Wait, what so, products? Okay, so highlighters. I think warm tone eyeshadow palettes. Oh God, are, are reach maximum saturation. I think. I think products we're done. in general. Eyeshadows in general. It's just yeah. how I don't know how else we can it's expand te- upon like the color range. I mean, color range Colors, is done. The We've color done range it. is done. What else can we do? It's textures now. It's glitters. It's, it's different glitters, types of glitters. Textures, it's cream eyeshadows, it's which, which are going to be some of my favorites. It's for this like month. those jellies that the jelly much eyeshadows that color. Oh, yeah. It's all about new textures and something innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are my two. What about you? Ooh, yeah, highlighters definitely. 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm so glad liquid matte lipsticks were are gone now because ugh. ugh. I think that I think that's one that they just... we've definitely seen maximum saturation and now the market is like changed. Yeah, and I mean unless you have fully plumped out lips either naturally or by the aid of fillers that it just doesn't it I don't I personally don't like the look of it. I'd rather use a matte lipstick formula that that's like oh, a, like a, a matte lipstick. A matte bullet because that way it's less dry and cracky but I think matte lipsticks look pretty with a natural skin texture. I think you have to go, you pick one. You pick either matte skin and like a glossy natural lip or you pick dewy skin and a matte lip. It's like fashion. It's like you choose, you get to pick one. Choose to expose legs or boobs. Like edit, yeah, (laughs) edit your situation. Next question. What types of products do you find hardest to resist? Oh, God. I gotta go. I love anything skincare related but okay. I know that I I just I can't have a big collection because I will get overwhelmed and so I like to use things up one at a time if I can <laughs> even though the skincare community is booming right now okay. all these like texture shots of like oh texture gets hashtag me. texture hashtag Tuesday. texture Tuesday <laughs> oh my god all these beautiful like gorgeous like creams and serums and just I want to like bathe in a bath of serum but I know I'm never going to use it up if I could just keep buying this stuff so do you tend to impulse buy those oh yeah no it's more like masks and stuff yeah you have a lot of I find I find like skin treats hard to resist like I love a sheet mask. Skin treats. It's a treat. It's something you use <laughs> like as... a couple times a week. Yeah, like okay. I used a sheet mask today as I was lying on the couch and reading my book, and that's what. I mean, it was well worth the two dollars and ninety cents I spent on it. It's not mm-hmm. expensive. Skin treats don't have to be expensive. I don't mean like go out and buy yourself a Sunday Riley good jeans for like $120. I mean, like, go to your local Target and find a cute little mask you've been wanting to try. And even though it's like $2, it's fine. If it doesn't work out, it's $2. And you're not committed to like a full jar of something that you don't like. You you can use it once and it's done and you can either choose to repurchase it or you choose to not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other products I find hardest to resist Oh, God, a nude lipstick. Oh, my God. Nude that, lip gloss. That... It's insane. Oh, nude? You mean, like, a your lips color? Yes, my lips, but better. I have this, this kind of sad. This girl, she has several, like, drawers of lip products, and no joke, they are all They're the all same They're all the shape. same. All of them. I'm still on the lookout for, like, the perfect one, though. All of them. And it's like, if Rihanna's uh, Fenty Glow Gloss Balm was a little less warm try the mac- it would be perfect try my mac patisserie i dare try mm. that one that one's beautiful did you say i dare you i dare you <laughs> i double dog dare you to put uh, i mean it's like i'm still on the search after all these years because everything turns brown on me you know it'll be really fun what we can go to the bite beauty lab in san francisco and you can create your own custom lipstick shade let's go to san francisco just for that just to do that That'd okay be great. so what do you find hardest to resist as far as products go i would say number one lipsticks lip products mm-hmm. lip glosses I impulse buy them all the time and I think that a lot of women do this because it's It's just something small and they're small they can make your day except I do have to say like at makeup counters when I was working there sometimes finding a lipstick for a customer was a journey and a half oh god and for me personally I just look at a color and I'll take it yeah. I am not really hem and scientific about it. about it. I don't try them on my lips. I'm just like, 
I like that. I want it. I'm going to, it's like seven, you know, I, I see it. I like it. I, I want, want it. it. I, I got, got it. it. Um, so I think, I mean, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate there, but I think also because I am so pale that I can look at a color and know if it's going to work on me. Whereas, yeah, you know, some sure. people of color probably don't have that. You know, people with like an olive that advantage skin tone, because it, it's it might to actually tell. turn on them or actually make them look, I don't know, jaundiced or make your teeth look a little more yellow than mm-hmm. you want. But I think the for me being literally the lightest shade in all drugstore foundations does afford me that advantage. I can look at an orange and be like, that would look fine on me. I can. It's hard for me with nudes because they can go really purple and I cannot do any blue undertone anything mm. because it makes you me look are, like a corpse. Yeah, you are a little more yellow than I'm I am. I'm definitely more golden undertone and I prefer a warmer tone anyway. Mm. I'm a sucker for an orange lip. Yes. Give me all of the orange coral peach lipsticks and lip glosses. I'm, I have them. You know what? I was watching Legally Blonde the other day on Netflix now. Um, and there's a scene, actually a few scenes, where Reese Witherspoon has this really cute black and white outfit, but just a really bright, hot orange lip. And you I'm know like, why? ooh, she got that. And you know what? Orange lips with people with blue eyes, it is oh, pops. fire. It is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think lipstick makes me happy. (laughs) I just love lip products. I recently um, de-stashed and tossed a bunch of them, like probably 15, because it's just stuff that I haven't, it's been sitting there for a couple of years. It's gone bad. So I went through them, I tossed them, and then I made way for like the other stuff that I recently purchased. But lipstick, number one, is hardest to resist. Um, Hmm. And also these days it's going to be trying new foundations, but... But at least we have the luxury of, like, getting samples for them. Yeah. I'm not, it's not like we're going out and buying, like, $50 foundations just, just randomly willy I like to try. I definitely try foundations first. Yeah. Lipsticks, they are most definitely I'm never going to return a, a lipstick. Do people return lipsticks at your old Yes. Premise? I think that is insane. I think it, uh, it's just a lipstick. It's lipstick. Also, but I you guess if you're You can use it as blush. Be, people can use it in other ways. True. I mean, know? I guess people who are, like, oh, hemming and hawing about, like, wanting to go to a counter to buy a $30 lipstick. It's yeah. like, well, I mean, it I is a lot. get that, but I'm talking, I'm, I have most of my stuff from the drugstore, guys. I'm talking about like an $8 lipstick. I'm not going to try to return a lipstick. That's embarrassing. No offense. <laughs> okay. That might be a hot take, but not for me. Okay. All right. Karina, what brands have you discovered because of social media? Oh, there are probably a lot of them. Oh, I mean, obviously, Pop? no, the very first one that I can think of off the top of my head would be Fenty. Mm-hmm. She launched on Instagram. Yeah, she teased everything on Instagram. That's She's, where all of her launches yeah. are, are coming out of. Right. Um, ColourPop is, yeah, another another one, which I obviously, I'm, I love a drugstore price point. Um, oh, what about? So a lot of ColourPop yeah. is because of what they show on social media. It's everything. They're not in stores besides Ulta, and even then it's a limited selection. Right. Um, other brands. What about Morphe? I don't own anything from Morphe. I only have brushes from them, which I love. I just don't understand the absolute fan. You know what I've noticed? It's, it's lip service to these influencers, and they're yeah. kind of kissing their ass. They just recently opened a Morphe store in our mall, and I went in the other day, and all of their stuff is really pretty, but I noticed that all of it's made in China. So mm. there is a reason why that price point is so low, and so it kind of makes me 
reconsider purchasing like color from them because ColourPop is made in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And but it's, it's still and so it's low price, as the same price as Morphe, and it's so still but Morphe so priced, yeah. has their stuff made in China. So it's just like mm, I, don't, and, I don't know. You know what? You I think ColourPop like for me they do launch a lot of stuff. But, but that's okay. all of their stuff is good. It's always really good. It's good quality. I mean, you can get a concealer for six dollars, mm-hmm. a beautiful lip gloss for five. Right. I mean, it's, it's ColourPop. In my opinion, they are kind of like king of like affordable makeup right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean color. Um, I don't. I've never really tried their foundation. I do have their concealer, and I like them. But color and shimmer, anything eyeshadow and cheek highlight, I love. What, what other, other brands? Um, skincare brands probably. Obviously, Glossier. Glossier for sure. That's a big one. That's where they started on social media. I've been using them since they launched. I don't love every single product from them, but I do have some good staples that I currently like repurchase from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say they're like one of the first millennial like targeted makeup brands. And they remain this day to be that kind of same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, Fenty Beauty for sure. I don't know. There's a lot that were kind of brought in before social media. Yeah, that I've... I mean, obviously, Clinique is like a heritage brand for us at this point. But then Clinique has been around forever. But then there's like, you know, Maybelline. I don't really Friend. follow Maybelline on social no. media. It's because I just go into the drugstore. Oh, you know. what about Herbivore? Oh, yeah. They're, they're definitely um, social media. And they've been... Well, they're, they look... All of their packaging looks really pretty. And so tons of influencers put them on their little shelves and stuff. So I definitely try to... Try to <laughs> a couple of products from them because of social media. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are my answers. Cool. Next question. How would you describe your makeup style? Oh, Laura, what is your makeup style? Um, I would say now when I, before I started working in makeup, I barely wore any makeup. Um, I would wear, like, <laughs> eyeliner, maybe some concealer, a lip balm. I never wore blush, bronzer, none of that. Um, and then when I started working in makeup, I was like a kid in a candy store and like couldn't stop buying stuff and wearing a lot more makeup. Um, my foundation was definitely a lot heavier. And now that I'm still in makeup, but I'm not working at a counter directly, I have kind of figured out like I like my skin to look more like skin, but perfected. Mm -hmm. Um, my eyes, I love a warm tone. I usually do a wash all over and then I tap on some glitter. Mm -hmm. I love a, like a glitter, not so much shimmer. I think a glitter looks really pretty and catches the light. I love a good mascara moment, top and bottom. My, I don't know. I like blush highlight and I, it either goes a really bold lip and like a sort of simple eye or I can go really crazy with my eyes and do like hot I did this the other day where I did like a hot orange eye with tons of orange glitter on top and then something simple on the lips you're just feeling like a tangerine I just like to play and I kind of like figure I get my inspiration from YouTube from Instagram and I'll kind of wake up that morning and be like okay well what do I want to do today like how am I going to make this face the way I want it? <laughs> because I'm not a person that does the same look every day. I yeah. do have the same colors that I use a lot, but I don't know. I kind of like to take some risks in my makeup choices. Hmm. Karina, what do you think? So I I feel like my makeup style has kind of stayed the same, but certain routines have evolved. 
Um, so I more often than not will just wear a nude natural lip. Um, just because for me, if I, I hate messing up really nice bold lips because I, I'm, I'm not that person who carries a lot of makeup with her. I, I mean, I have like a mirror and my lipstick for the day in my purse, but I just, I, I'm kind of like, I don't really care about touching up. Like I don't powder my face through the day or like touch up my face makeup mm-hmm. or my, my eyes, you know, for that matter. But, um, I more often than not will have like a nude lip. Um, but I do like to play with some color on my eyes. I usually have kind of the same eyeshadow, like, mm, structure, I guess is the word yeah, for it. Yeah, like the same um, kind of way that you do your Yes. Eyes. Um, so my eyes are close set, so I never do a halo eye because Ugh. that would make me look like my eyes are crossing at this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't need that. So I always have a bright inner corner highlight. I will do a little darker towards the outer corner. Um, I I always have a crease shade, a transition shade. I usually like either like a, I actually use the Hoola bronzer as my transition shade or like a pretty peach color. That's what I've been liking recently. I do like some color, like I I like purples and stuff, not bright purple, but like a burgundy or that pretty blue from the Norvina palette. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to play with that, but I spend most of my time um, on my skin. Okay. So... Not even prep, like, luckily I have pretty good skin, so I don't have to prep that much. Like, I will just put on hydrating, I use the Clinique Hydrating Jelly, and then I will put a sunscreen on and an eye cream, and, like, that's it. Oh, wow. But then I will spend a lot of time really perfecting the base. Right. Um, making sure that everything's blended in, like, pretty seamlessly. Um, I use bronzer, highlight, blush, and I get my face completely, like, how I want it, like, 100% before I even move on to my eyes. And I do my eyes after my foundation. Sometimes I do, it depends on what kind of look I want to do on my eyes. It depends on if I want to do my base first or last. Mm. It's just, that's what I'm used to, so I automatically just start going in on my face. But yeah, fallout hasn't really been an issue for me, so. No. She's got to tap it, guys. Just tap Um, it. I had an idea. What if we both did, like, a get ready with me and saved it onto Instagram, and so we, everybody could see, like, what our normal I'd be down. day-to-day would look like. And then, what if we did each other's makeup? Oh, my God. That'd oh, my God. Let's do that, like, this let's week. Let's do that. Okay. okay, yeah. We'll post that up soon. All right. So, we're going to take a break um, and keep listening after this. Thanks. Alrighty, we're back with more questions from Timtalia's blog. So, Laura, what keeps you excited about the beauty industry? Um, I think the innovation keeps Mm -hmm. me excited. I think the excitement in general around beauty, like it's never been so popular to number one, be a brand, be an influencer, um, be on social media. I think everybody is realizing how much money there is to go around in the beauty industry. Oh my God. Brands are popping up everywhere. Billions of dollars. So much money. It's just a huge explosion. And I feel like that also creates higher quality products when everybody Mm -hmm. is at the top of their game. It's forcing brands to really spend the money on research, on quality ingredients. I think it's really nice. Well, and consumers now are smarter. They know what to look for. 
Um, they know what ingredients they they like. They know what they'll pay for, and yeah. they know they can tell when a brand is kind of just half-assing it, right? Or doing it as like lip service. Ooh, that when you talk about that, I immediately think about when Glossier Play launched those glitter mm. gelés, and everybody was like, "Number, hey." Are those biodegradable glitters? Why is there so much packaging? Why can't we opt out of those pink pouches? And people, like, they have gotten it down to a T. So brands really need to start listening and taking in account what is what the consumer is giving their feedback on because that is the way they are going to continue to have success if they are not listening to their customers and their people on social media saying what they really want to see what they like already what they could change they're not going to be successful because yeah. everybody has an opinion online everybody is able to use that opinion but it also creates change and i think one of the most exciting aspects of beauty is seeing how the consumer is directly affecting the products that we're accessed yeah, to. Yeah, everyone is so smarter now. Yeah. Um, they're so much more aware and actually engaged in, like, the process of creating a different product. People mm-hmm. will ask, is this vegan? Is this cruelty-free? Oh, but does the company, you know, sell in China? People um, are so su- smart. They're, the customer is... It's, it's social media is what it is, is right. that, you know, everybody has so much more information available to them. They're actually finding this information. They want ways to confirm, um, you know, different ingredients, people, the have process so of creation, creating these things. Um, and certain people, there are certain people or brands that consumers just absolutely do not support. Um, and it's because people's like their dollar People are more, you know, they're more aware of where their money is going. And right. they, I think they really want to make sure that it's going to a company that's, you know, ethical. Um, inclusive. Inclusive. Um, promotes, you know, a diverse rate of, sh- uh, rate of changes. Shade yeah. ranges. <laughs> Thank you. Um, especially for, oh God, I mean, you know, Fenty. Honestly, Fenty was not the first to have a shade range like that. Makeup Forever has had over 40, 50 shades of foundation, MAC as well. But I think the social media aspect of it was like, well, Fenty came out and was like, oh, your beauty brands with your 18 shades? Yeah, no. no, we're not well, We're not doing it this way anymore. This is how it's going to be from now on. If you don't have inclusive shades, then, you, you know, we're, the, drop, we're, we're dropping you. We're yeah, canceled. You're yeah. canceled. Bye. I, yeah, the word canceled, it's like, it happens so often now. That's like, oh, 18 shades, what is that? And it's like... You know, at the same time, I get that people want shades for everybody, but I also think, you know, it's like a tinted moisturizer. It doesn't have to come in 50 shades, guys. No. A tinted moisturizer, I mean, I get like a full-on, full-coverage matte foundation. Um, Yeah, you better bet it co- it should come in like 40 to 50 shades because it's if it's going to be that full coverage, it needs, it needs to, match. to match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think consumers are so much more aware and it's definitely 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 shaped the beauty industry in the past few years and obviously it's going to affect how it will be for pretty much you know the rest of our lifetime i think um something else that's exciting is the amount of people that are literally just nobodies who have created careers for themselves Mm -hmm. on instagram like number one i think of katie jane hughes i think of all of these really small artists that use their artistry to push um, new ways they of, are. Yeah. yeah they, they, their creativity. Yeah, They're they more creative creation. about it. But I'm not talking about like 
YouTubers. Like, not people that do, like, makeup mm. guru type stuff. I just yeah. think of, like, the really artistic people that are posting on Instagram mainly and just showing off, like, their cool eyeshadow looks. Um, I don't know. What have you? What are you excited about? The beauty industry, I think, is exciting in a way that there are there are a lot of products out there and continually um there are new products being launched um there's stuff in there's like millions of SKUs in the beauty industry right now and you know the fact that you know people are so aware of who they're selling to yeah um the fact that covergirl became leaping bunny certified was like a huge deal in the beauty industry. I think a lot it's a, of... it's the number one, like, drug, drugstore brand in America. Yeah. They're really... Everybody is kind of trying to set a specific standard... Yeah. ...as to how we're going to continue. Because, especially Leaping Bunny certified, Fenty with the 40 shades, I think it's setting a standard as to how it should be. Like, it should just be normal for your items to be cruelty-free. There, yeah. w- there should be no reason why your items are made from animal ingredients. Like, there, it just should be yeah, that way. You do, yeah, you do not have to have animal ingredients anymore. It's 2019. The yeah, technology, technology is there. Um, but I also don't feel like people should be, like, shaming other people be- if they choose to buy from a brand. Like, I know Lime Crime had a bunch of, you know, issues a couple years back with, like, there was, like, a security breach. Oh, yeah, people's money got stolen. Yeah, people's money got <laughs> stolen. But then, you know, even, like, little things like, like, oh, maybe I had a, a poor customer service issue. So that doesn't mean everybody else needs to, like, jump on the bag and, like, hate this brand and this brand and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's people just need to people, be careful. People need to calm down about the whole canceled thing for people, really small issues. Yeah. and Small it, issues, and you know what whatever. I, I noticed that brands get a lot of personal, like, customer order questions on their Instagram. Which I think is weird. And it's like, how is a brand supposed to respond to thousands of comments about where's my order? Like, there is no way a brand is DMing people. Uh, And and customers should know that. You need to contact them not on their Instagram. Like, guys, go to their website. They said, my palette still hasn't shipped yet. I bought it yesterday. Well, yeah, no shit. Like, (laughs) this just launched. What are you talking about? I get so infuriated. Email their customer service. Don't use Instagram as your personal complaint. Board. I get so annoyed when people are in the comments of a post and they're like, I will never again talk to this company and blah, blah, blah. I had oh. the worst experience at this store, at a retail store. A store. What the fuck is the mother brand going to do about one experience one customer had with one employee at a fucking retail store? No. And you have to they, take that up to their no. manager at that specific location. No. There's nothing you Guys, can do. Guys, who, as somebody who's worked in retail... Um, the owner of the company could not give a shit about me. Trust me. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next We've question. We got onto a tangent. Sorry. That was a rant and okay. a half. Next question. What eyeshadow palette do you want to wear, but rarely do? Does this mean it's something that we um, already own? I think that means we already own because we rarely do Okay. Wear. There is a palette from ColourPop. I think it's the You Had Me at Hello palette. It's lots of deep pinks and purples. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I I bought that, I guess, when I bought some other palettes at one point, and I just kind of threw it in the cart. It's not something I really grab ever because it's more on the cool side, and the raspberry pinks are just not something I wear on my eyes. Hmm. Um, I think I, I'm going to try to start using colors like that more as like an eyeliner. 
versus an oh, yeah. all over eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. So something that that's kind of like something I'd like to keep trying. They also have the Yes Please palette, which is very orange and yellow. Yeah, I feel like that would be right up your alley as like as far as the stuff you're into now. I don't think it's a palette where I can create a complete look out of one palette because yeah. the shades are kind of out there. So that one I want to reach towards more, but maybe I'll use it in conjunction with their other eyeshadows. What mm. it, what is what eyeshadow palette do you want to wear? Let's see. But you rarely do. That's a good one. I mean, I've kind of just oh, been my sticking... peach palette, Too Faced Peach palette. Oh, I never yeah. reach for that one that's anymore. Right. Yeah, that's because right. Okay. There was barely any peach shades. Yeah, it's like oh, you. It's called. There's, there's like a deep green. Like there's three peach shades in that palette out of like twelve, <laughs> and then the whole thing smells like peach. It's just a lot. Um, yeah, I for me, I don't think warm orangey tones look good on me at all. Yeah, I'm too cool for it. It, it just I don't know. It for me, we can it's try not it. my fave. I'll oh do your my makeup. God, and let's we'll... do each other's makeup. On How each other? I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, probably the Too Faced Peach palette. I mean, it's stuff like I wish I could wear, mm. but I. Don't. Just don't even, like, think about it. Okay. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I feel like we have everything we could want in eyeshadow palettes currently. Yeah. I don't think there's something out there that I really oh. been wanting. Well, here's the next question. Oh, here you go. Okay, Karina, what kind of eyeshadow palette would you love to see and by what brand? I think I've got it. I think I've got an answer to this. Hmm. Let's see. I mean, there are so many eyeshadow palettes out there. So many. I mean, and it, they're being launched every day. What about like a you you maybe with face item like a face palette? Like I don't know. What do you think? I've got an answer. Oh uh, God, that's hard. Um, I know everybody keeps wanting cool toned palettes, but I honestly have been looking for the perfect like cool toned taupe as a crease color that's yeah. not too pigmented. Maybe with a little bit of shimmer. I think I'm just thinking of Max Satin Taupe. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, you could build a taupe palette. I love a taupe, but I also love, like, the deep jewel tones. Ooh. So I could use them as liner, because I still like to just spray a little eyeliner brush with my Urban Decay, I was going to say Fix Plus, that's MAC, Urban Decay All Nighter Setting Spray, and just Uh use that as a, a liquid to make a liner, and I wore, like, this really pretty burgundy for my TARDIS palette mm-hmm. as a liner. It was cute. I like that. Um, eyeshadow palette. It's so, it's, honestly, if it just doesn't have a fucking warm brown, that's fine. <laughs> I uh, want a palette of soft, oh, soft shades. Okay. And I don't need a black in a palette. I think black eyeshadows in a palette are just, I never use them. I do occasionally. Okay. Here we go. Occasionally. So I have in my mind. I don't think I need a base color because I always have a base color around. That's what I was going to say. You know what I mean? In an eyeshadow palette. Let's say it's a a rectangle, kind of like the Urban Decay Naked Palettes. Okay. I want a large, and I mean large, like four, four, quadruples the size of a normal like eyeshadow pan of just your base vanilla color because then I would have to only use that palette for it. I want the perfect transition shades. I want a satiny taupe, Mm. and I want a warmer brown, kind of like the Hula Light bronzer. Okay. But then I want a perfect inner corner highlight color. Shimmery? 
Shimmer, yes. Okay, what Give me color? a shimmer. I want like a sh- like a light, light champagne. Okay, why, like do, why are there champagne. never any champagne colors? They're always really cool toned or pink. I want or a, really gold. I want a frosty, not white though. Mm-mm. Per, like my skin tone, but just bright. Right. Um, and then as far as like another color goes, God, that's hard. Mm. No black. I don't want black. Black and white <laughs> shadow palette is just like meh. To and me. some people love that. I don't. I feel like I never I'll use never black go eyeshadow. Yeah, I have. I never use it. And there's enough palettes that I own with black eyeshadows. I'll never have to buy one. I want one with a beautiful champagne highlight for the inner corner, but also like a true gold shimmer so I can pat it over the eyelid. Okay. And then something like Urban Decay Midnight Cowboy. Ooh, the glitter? Yes. I think that would be my ideal palette it's just a large base color to either a cool tone taupe or a warmer toned brown for the transition shade um an inner corner highlight and then I would just use whatever eyeliner I have and mascara and just call it a day okay so something really simple that's like the most basic I would okay so what brand would it be yeah I don't know what's your favorite eyeshadow like I use, I use Tarte I really like them I think Colourpop needs to come out with just like a basic bitch palette like a smaller one? Yeah. Okay. I know you can do, like, the make-your-own palettes. <gasps> I, I guess... forgot about that. Why didn't I just do that? You know why? Because single eyeshadows I don't like. Hmm. You, but you, you just, can, you I, but like you can the... make your own. I you like, I you like... like them presented to you yes, in a palette? Okay. Yes, I think, but I know I could definitely make one that's really pretty. Okay, so my eyeshadow, I think my brand would be ColourPop, and I think it would be... A super shock eyeshadow palette. Yes, but I want those pressed glitters. I think they need to start doing that in every single palette and giving people a texture option. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a palette with no vanilla shade. I have, everybody's got their own base shade. Anybody can (laughs) find a base shade that works for them. I want something that's going to give me like a champagne glitter and then like a gold glitter and then like a brown glitter they have I just, glitter palettes. You know? I know, I have them, but I have, <laughs> oh, you want, like, like, a pressed glitter. I like want that. a pressed glitter. Ooh, I just but I a, also a beautiful, want... like, steely gray glitter. Mm. Okay, Ooh, and, like, I own the Urban Decay Moon Dust palette, but some of those shades are really, really bright and, like, not something I wear on the daily. Yeah. So, ColourPop, if you could make something with, like, beautiful neutral shades, one crease color, one or two crease colors. I don't need a black. I don't even really need dark shades because I have so many other palettes with darker tones that I could use as an eyeliner. Yeah. I just want texture. But I don't really want them frosty. I want, like, a nice glitter. I want a pressed glitter. I want a super shock. I want all of those in one big palette that I can choose from. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. All right. I like that. Perfect palettes. There we go. Oh, God. Okay, so what color <gasps> family would you love to see trending next? Um, not this blue shit that's happening. What do you mean blue? Like, what, co- what kind of... Okay, oh, it's like, blue blood. I don't like And that. then Tarte. I know it was an April Fool's joke last year, but they literally made an Icy Betch palette. They're gonna do it again, right? No, they made yeah, it. Yeah, they made it. They're making it. Oh. Last year, it was just an April Fool's joke. Oh. Which, tomorrow is April Fool's. How, how about that? Um, but I'm sorry, but... Kelly Green and Blue, like Royal Cobalt Blue, they belong in a makeup artist's kit. I'm sorry, but I will never oh. use those colors. Okay. I just want, all I want is just beautiful taupes. Like, I love, <laughs> I just love, like, a classic 
I love a classic eye. Like, I appreciate when people, you know, their Instagram is nothing but interesting, cool eyeshadow looks that are really colorful, but I know I won't wear them. You know what I would like? I don't even know if this is, this doesn't really answer the actual question, but I want more palettes inspired by something. Yeah. Versus a color family. Like, if somebody had, like, a favorite movie. I was thinking about this the other yes, day. If color Mar- palette. Yes. If Marie Antoinette by Sofia oh. Coppola could be an eyeshadow palette, it would be, like, a pale robin's egg blue, a really beautiful, like, soft seafoam green, and then it would be, like, this beautiful satin pink. Like, there would be all of these cool colors in that palette mm-hmm. inspired by that movie. Like, if people can come out with more things that are inspired by a specific thing... Yeah, I would be way more into that. And you know, like storybook cosmetics, that kind of reminds me of them. They've they've made a couple of palettes that are like that. Mm-hmm. Like they have the Mean Girls palette. They have the Wizard and Witchcraft. <laughs> yes, which is like obviously it's a Harry Potter nod. <laughs> um, and so they're kind of doing the same thing. They're also doing this thing called Book Club, and what? it's an eyeshadow palette, a little mini eyeshadow palette. I think there's like a lip or lip gloss with it, inspired by a certain book. Which I think is really interesting, but I like the idea of something, like, there are definitely accounts out there where I've seen color palettes of, like, certain movies. Or what about, like, paintings? Like, that would be so cool if people could create palettes from paintings or pieces of art. Modern Renaissance, I get. I totally get that as a palette. Here's what that was missing. The royal blue used Mm. on, like... If you're talking about Renaissance paintings, we're talking about religious paintings. So yeah, there was no blue. There was, it was no all warm tones. Beautiful blue, rich blue for like m- the Virgin Mary. Like nothing. Everything else was pretty, but like that was what that palette was missing. You should have called up Norvina and was like, "Bitch, have you even I read, have an art- read a book, Norvina? I have a major in art history. Where is the blue? Excuse me. I need a blue. Also, Riviera. Where is your beautiful blue? Yeah. Why was there a purple? It should have been a navy blue. Thank you. Also, Samantha Ravindal had the same opinion. Oh, there. she did? Yeah. She's like, I don't know why there's a purple here. She's like, I think to mimic the packaging and the Riviera, navy it's blue. like navy blue and white stripes are like, that's like a, that's like a Riviera outfit in my mind. And you know what? Actually, Anastasia does do that where they make their palettes created over around something inspirational. They other do. Other than color I will, families. I will say that. Colourpop, I mean, they have certain collections of stuff where the whole collection is like... Oh, spring. It's just, but it, you know, it's just that. It's just spring. Spring colors. Um, I kind of am interested in the Marc Jacobs line because he mm. does make all the sequins. I hate when it, people say sequins. Sequined eyeshadow. <laughs> um, but they're so, called sequins. I know. <laughs> what if that was in a palette? That could be cool. A sequ- Like the glitter shade in his, the, the palette that you have that glitter, oh. but like a, just a palette of glitters. Yeah. I just want texture. Yeah. I just want different textures. Maybe like a pressed balm so it could look glossy in your eye. Is that weird? Am I crazy? Ooh. Did I just make something up? That's kind of smart. Like just that. like smoosh some chapstick into a pan. <laughs> or, or that. Because it would stay. It, would, it wouldn't dry out. But then it wouldn't be like gloopy gloss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Next question. What brand needs a revamp? Ooh, okay, Benefit. That's a good one. <laughs> I hate Benefit. I, the, reason I, the reason I don't own anything Benefit is I hate the gimmicky packaging. It's I hate, catchy. I hate the gimmicky names of products. I, I, I literally cannot stand them. So, uh, Benefit. I think... I think Tarte Stila. could use another revamp. Tarte is trying very hard 
to be hip with the kids on Instagram, but... I don't like any of their packaging. I don't really either, but I do like their eyeshadows. Um, I think that's probably the only thing I own from them is there's, that palette. There's a lot of disparate packaging in that yeah. brand. Yeah, Nothing not really makes cozy. a lot of sense to There's not cohesiveness. Um, Stila really made a comeback with their uh, liquid eyeshadow, but a lot of their face stuff, a lot of people don't seem to love. You know what? Stila has gone through a lot of ups and downs in their in their time. When, in the when we were growing up, they were really popular. Really popular. And now I feel like only some of their items really stand out, and the rest nobody talks about. Yeah, no, no. There needs to be a total revamp of Stila. If, um, do yeah. you remember? I don't obviously use any of their stuff now, but it just reminded me of like going to Sephora. Remember Cargo? I was just gonna say Cargo. <laughs> Do they still exist. They right? do only online though. I've never seen them which in is, any store. Which is why they need a revamp. Yeah. Um. They were known for like what blushes, blush. Yeah, and the, like little tins. Mm-hmm. Weren't they like in like circular metal? Was tins? it kind of the same thing as Tarte, where they had the clay blush? I don't remember. Tarte was famous for their cheek stain. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? They're there, but the the pack- nobody talks. The about packaging them. is totally different now. Everything is. Does so it still look like brand. a deodorant stick? Yeah. I don't think anybody talks about it. That was, like, their, that their, was their signature thing. product. Yeah. Same with Stila. They had those roll-up kit- deodorant, like, cheek glazes. And the lip glazes. Oh, my God. The clicky-clicky. Everything was in those that clear packaging. Oh, which I, I hated that. I oh, hated that. Oh. I hated that. Okay. I remember the smell of them, though. It smelled good. Okay. Yeah, Stila, Tarte. It just, it looks like it's almost, they're trying so hard to be, you know, be engaging towards a younger set younger i mean like early early to mid 20s when the packaging doesn't reflect that that's just me though all right guys one more break after this and more questions welcome back everybody we are back to more beauty q a so laura do you prefer to shop online or in store Okay, so I have a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something that I can only buy online, then I will obviously buy it online, but I will search for swatches and reviews first. Um, something that comes to mind are like products from ColourPop, from The Ordinary, yep. from, I don't know, things that I, are not readily accessible to me. Um, Amazon's a good one because I have to use that oh, yeah. for my Hamish all in or all clean balm, mm-hmm. which I need to reorder actually. Um, and the Biore Japanese version of their sunscreen. Ooh, yeah. That's only available um, on Amazon. Otherwise, I'm a very tactile person. I love to touch things and feel them. Um, textures are a very, I don't, I'm I, like, I think my number one sense is feel and touch. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with clothes. I will never buy clothes online because I need to see them and feel them. And because I'm a little bit larger, um, I have to be able to see if they're going to fit me or not. Um, so it's kind of half and half. A lot of the times I do have access to my work, uh, Sephora, to Nordstrom, to Ulta. So I definitely like to look and feel and touch and purchase stuff in store from mm-hmm. there. A lot of drugstore products do not have testers though, yeah. so that's a big um, issue that I hope that they would solve. But I understand because the amount of testers that they would have to make would be astronomical well, because and, people would just walk away with them. Yep. So I get that. Um, I think anything that I can find in store that I know I can easily get to, I would rather purchase in store because I would, number one, I don't like waiting for shipments of anything. (laughs) It's hard for me to be like checking my email every day to see if my tracking shipment has like been updated. Um, 
so like an oh, online another one would be Glossier. All I have to go on are people's reviews and mm-hmm. swatches, so I don't really know for sure what they're gonna look like. Yeah, and especially for certain companies because they don't have a return policy. ColourPop is not. ColourPop does not, not have a return policy. But I've never wanted to. Luckily. No, no, I don't think the a couple of things actually it was their complexion products that I've never mm. really liked. They're just but not for me. Also, it's just like it's such a low price that I'm like I'm not gonna. I'm not wait out to a lot send of money. something back. Like that's yeah. just me. Yeah, it's just not worth in my opinion. Karina, um, kind of both too. I have gotten to the point where I kind of know as far as like clothing goes I've I kind of know what's gonna look good on me and how it would actually look like I can kind of just envision it even so, the fit yeah okay pretty much um well I mean it's not like I go for clothes fitting things anyway yeah I like a good plain t-shirt and jeans in the summertime I know it's gonna fit so mm-hmm. I do most of my shopping online that way um do you buy clothes online oh yeah oh wow yeah I I, I love I, Old Navy. You know what it is? I just can't. I do. I, I hate need trying on I clothes. Need, oh, I don't try them on. That's the thing. But I need oh. to feel them in my hand because I am so tactile, and yeah. I feel like if I understand the type of fabric it is, I'll the only, way that it's cut, like I can see that see it on my body. I do not try stuff on in store though. That's I I, I don't I just know why hate doing it. It's just a chore. It's for a me. chore. I hate taking off my clothes and. Putting it back it's on and then so Sometimes you get something that's too tight up top where I literally get my arms stuck into it. I'm like, this is the nightmare. <laughs> and then you start panicking. You're like, yes. can someone help me? Yes. <laughs> I don't go shopping with anybody else. I only shop alone. I think yeah, it's... same. I, like I get to pressured. Take my time. Yeah, yeah, I take a lot of time shopping. Yeah, I'm like, oh, am I, am I taking too long for this person? I I just prefer to do it alone. Yeah, you know? okay. Um, Online, for clothing, for clothing, it's fine. Um, Makeup? In-store... Well, makeup too. Like I will, I've bought you know a lot of stuff from ColourPop online. Oh, I've yes. gotten a couple things from the Ordinary. I do a lot of Sephora shopping, but I do it because I can go in store, either get samples if I want, mm-hmm. and just try it out that way. But there are some things at Sephora that are only on their website. Yeah, um, and I I do it for the perks. I read a lot of reviews on Sephora. I know that there was controversy like surrounding Sunday Riley products because people apparently from their company were asked to make positive reviews and so that's a little bit unnerving but by and large I think people that are creating reviews are also they're doing it to help others and if they really love a product they want people to know it yeah um so I do trust a lot of reviews online. I think that's super important for people. I look at the overall number of stars. But but also, <laughs> being in retail and being afraid that my job will not exist in X amount of years, yeah. I do encourage people to support the people that work in retail because especially in makeup, many of most of the time in a department store, people are working on commission. Yeah. So they are trying to offer you amazing service and they also get rewarded by the products that you purchase from them. And they are also trying really hard for you to love what you want to get. So when you just buy stuff on a whim and you're purchasing it from somebody and then you go and return it the next day, that's actually a hit against that sales associate. Oh, boo. So you really, I think people don't quite understand that that is how it works at department stores. Um, So if you do have a sales associate that you get along with, try to stick with them because they also receive um, not a merit, but like they also are encouraged to create a clientele and they want to work with you. I don't think anybody is out there to try to sell you stuff 
just to sell you stuff because if you're going to return it, it's going to be a hit against them. But I think, yeah, I mean, that exists. And but and Well, that's why it, it counters. That's why people are encouraged to play and to feel and to get samples. And ask yeah. questions. That's yeah. the thing. Ask questions. If people come prepared to ask questions, I, I was all about it. Um, they said, well, I watched this YouTube video. What can you tell me about this specific product? Mm. The thing I could not stand is when people come and spend time with you and then they said, okay, well, they have a gift online. I'll go and purchase it online. That was like the worst thing you can say to somebody working at a makeup counter because they spent their time, which equals money because they are a commissioned associate. Mm-hmm. And you were just going to go and purchase it online when they could have just given you your items that day. And who knows if they had a gift or extra samples that they could provide you with. Yeah. Oftentimes, makeup counters are loaded with samples and products that they can give you to entice you to purchase that day. Um, And I also think that makeup, like department stores, at least at Macy's, we have sales on makeup Way more often than Sephora. Sephora has them maybe once or twice and a year. And Sephora associates do not work on commission. Macy's do. Mm-hmm. And so I think it behooves you to really, like, create a connection with somebody. Not because you think, like, oh, well, they're going to make money if I buy something. That is true. But you, I think, creating a connection is still really important in yeah. purchasing your beauty items. Because those people are receiving training. They receive regular training. Every yeah. time an item comes out that's new, they receive pretty instructive training about it, and they need to and know get, what the product is. Yeah, they get, you know, product samples. And yeah. Gratis is a thing. Yeah, it, they're experts. Is, gratis isn't just a it's, – it's, it is a perk, but it's not just that. It's it's so you know what you're talking about. Exactly. They yeah. use it so they know it's how to talk to – It's an educational tool. Yeah, they know how to talk to you about so those I'm, products. So I'm actually really excited because I'm actually about to start working yeah um, at a beauty counter soon but it's it's a lot of higher end brands but it's a lot of skincare which I'm really excited I about. think you will be really great at the skincare side yes because it's brands that people know of but they've never really tried so I think that would be really good for you to like introduce people yeah to well same because a lot of the brands that I will be selling it's a lot of Clarins Elizabeth Arden there are some products I've heard of but never tried myself but mm. I'm really excited to try them so I can talk about them well yeah exactly yeah anyway next next question how does price factor into your purchases oh honey 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 oh honey okay so, number one... I mean, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Price, Short answer, a lot. <laughs> I never grew up liking things that were luxury priced. I think beauty is so... I've taken this from, like, one of the episodes of Fat Mascara. Beauty is democratic. Mm-hmm. You can find a gorgeous lipstick at $2, at $7, at $17 at $50 but at the same at the end of the day it's lipstick yeah I think price for me is really anything under $20 I am affordable is fine for me to pick up and not feel guilty about Mm -hmm. anything above that I would feel bad if I didn't do my research yeah if I didn't look at swatches if I didn't try a sample that to me is a big chunk of money because that to me is like a couple of meals. That's my grocery trip. That's the gas in my car. And I spent it on one item. So yeah. for me, price definitely factors in. And also, I'm not made of money. <laughs> I have student Same. loan debt. I have, you know, like we all live in a house. To- We're not rich. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but you know what? I work hard for my money. Yeah. And I like to treat myself. And makeup is my hobby. And I put my money into my interests. Yeah, and you do have a lot of investment skincare that I'm looking at right now. So it's not like you're just... And it's not like you're not using it. I spend the most money on skincare, because well, if Well, yeah, the philosophy is that if your skin isn't going to look good, the makeup on top of your skin isn't going to look good Right, either. I take care of my skin really well. And the reason I do that is so I don't have to spend money on filler later on. I mean, maybe <laughs> I'll spend some money on Botox at 40. I don't know. Yeah, but like, I think... Yeah, I, I think know. so. Price absolutely factors in it, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not made of money either, but I also have, well, I'm, you know, leaving my job that I've been in for five years. Actually, tomorrow is my last day. Yep. And then I will be starting at a beauty counter in the next week. And, um, you know, I'm going to be making a little less. So I really need to think about what I'm going to be spending my money on, which is also why I thought I had and got a bunch of backups of staples that I mm-hmm. have. Um, because, hey, Karina's got medical conditions where I have to spend, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to afford new things right. from now on. Yeah. Um, that's a big factor. I have, well, I, I mean, I probably said this, but I'm type 1 diabetic. I am on an insulin pump and supplies out of pocket are exorbitantly priced. Right. If you don't know, insulin without insurance is a good $300 per vial. That is insane. I'm currently sitting on six extras in my refrigerator, and I think I paid $40 for all of them that's, together. That you're, and, it, and that's Insurance like, is like my lifeblood. I need to have health yeah, insurance. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm not going to spend money on, you know, a $50 foundation if it's going to buy me a month's worth of insulin. Exactly. It's going to buy you your life for yeah, another month. I literally need this to live. So mm-hmm. price absolutely factors into it. But that's not going to say that I don't treat myself from time to time. No. Because sometimes you you got to You just got to do something for yourself. Take a little time out of your day, which is why I am all about, you know, the self-care aspect of beauty now. So price definitely factors. I love a drugstore But item. you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah. Especially price. I think... People think that because something is higher priced means it's, it's gonna better. better. No. No, absolutely no. not. Especially now in 2019 where technology is so good. Brands are really stepping up the game at the drugstore price level. I mm-hmm. think you can find anything that you can see like in a luxury department brand as good, if not better, at the drugstore. So, C- Case in point, mascara. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to spend $30 on a mascara. Are you kidding me? And I think people don't really realize that. The only thing is that it's hard because drugstores do not have testers of things. So you really can't touch and feel the product. You kind of just have to assume it's good. And so that's where YouTube and like Instagram, that's where those kinds of things come in. And it's nice that a lot of drugstores actually do have a good return policy. Like Ulta. Yeah, yeah, they do now. Ulta has a good return policy. Kroger, Fred Meyer does. Just keep your seat, guys. So you got to do. So if something doesn't work out, you can always return it. Um, but yeah, price absolutely is a factor. All right. Next question. Oh, this is a good one. What popular products have never piqued your interest? Okay. Laura, number one for me. <laughs> everybody talks about Tarte Shape Tape. Ugh. Never cared for it. Never wanted to own it. Don't <laughs> care about it. I think it is a glorified foundation in a smaller package. That's what concealer is. I don't understand why people are so freaked out about concealer. But I don't, and I don't want a full coverage concealer. I don't want one that dries matte. I don't want that concealer. Like Especially under the eyes. I want a a delicious, creamy concealer. I want a skin finish concealer. Right, exactly. Not a dewy. 
No, not dewy. So, like, isn't Glossier stretch concealer, is that dewy or dewy. is it skin? They said I it's very like, dewy. It's like, not for me. I don't me. need a greasy under eye, but no. I don't need a matte under I don't eye. want a dry matte under eye. Like, everybody is obsessed with the shape tape. I have never been interested in it. Also, another one that's really popular and contentious among my friend group, you know who you are, <laughs> Physician's Formula Butter Bronzer. <laughs> Do I care about it? Yeah. Not really. I have it. I no, haven't tried it. Though. I have a dupe for butter bronzer that's a third of the price and oh, three essence. three times the amount of product. Essence is like the shit for drugstore pricing. Okay, two dollars. If anybody is out there and you can find essence, it's called the matte bronzer, luminous matte. No, 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 not the luminous one. It's, it's a, a big circular pan. A big pan. round pan. You get 15 grams of product for $3.99. I'm telling you, butter bronzer is $15 at I, the drugstore. I'm hitting pan on Hula Lights, so I did buy the butter bronzer. I just, I haven't the used packaging it is so bulky. Mm, yeah, it it's is. too much. Why does it have to be so big? This just formula is a little pricey I, for a drugstore. And you know what? I don't I, like the packaging. That Though that brand has never piqued my interest. Physician's Formula is all over the place. No. Every single thing looks completely different. There's a weird packaging. It's always looks so bizarre to me. Like packaging really plays a, a part in what I like to purchase. Okay. Never well, I've never been into okay, it. Okay, so what popular products in particular? Oh, primers. I don't use primers. My skin like, carries my primer. I like the idea of a primer, but I I, don't. I I like the idea of it, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's an extra step. Like, why? Well, do I, do I just this? don't think it's necessary if you are using skincare. What would be the purpose of a? Pr- that is your primer, right? Are well, people just not care, using well, it? Well, some people, I think if you're finding a problem with your foundation maybe sliding off during the day, is that maybe your skincare is either water or oil-based and your foundation is either water or oil-based. Oh. If they're... If they're oil and water mixed, it doesn't mix, guys. It's going to slide right off. I just never really figured out what a primer is. I have been using the Wet n' Wild primer waters that you spray on, on your top face. or underneath. No. no, I use my sunscreen, let that oh. set, and then I spray my face with the primer water. I use the rose one because it smells good. Um, Actually, I kind of like it. Just a little mist. You just let it kind of dry down a little bit. Does it feel tacky? No. What does it do? I guess it's just a barrier between your skincare. What? Thin layer of primer, and then you just put your makeup on top. But then I also sandwich it with my all-nighter setting spray at the very end. Oh. I will literally drench my face in that stuff. Oh. My face is, like, wet, and I let it dry. Does it feel, like, tight afterwards? No. No, okay. no not at all. I've used that before, but I don't. I also I, used a really matte foundation I with that. I also have a backup of that waiting oh. for me to go. Okay. Uh, what have... Oh, um, uh, Kylie Cosmetics lip kits. Okay, I had one. I ordered one. <laughs> you, okay, Laura tried <laughs> to get one of these. I'm such a fool. When they first came out, the only one left <laughs> was the fucking deep chocolate brown it's color. True brown. It's, she got it and I was like, you got poop on your lips. Oh no. What is that? You know what? It was pretty for fall. It was so and the, It was pretty for fall. It looked black. <laughs> it was not cute. Okay. People. With a brown lip liner. Just okay. use it on your goddamn eyes. At this Jeez. It, it's I gone. Was, I don't own it anymore. Oh, did you throw it away? I don't know what I did with it. Somebody else has it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a sucker. Um... <laughs> Popular products. Oh I think, yeah, matte liquid lipsticks are never something that has piqued my interest because I always have dry lips. Ooh, shimmery bronzers. Ew. You know what? No. Ew. You mean, okay, so bronzers with, like, a satin finish are beautiful. Yes, but if they have a shimmer, but with like a glitter? gold shimmer in it, 
it's bad. No, because I don't need that. But like something with like a healthy sheen. That is reserved for JLo and JLo only. <gasps> I like it. Okay, next question. Okay, if oh this is a good one. Oh gosh, if you could choose any brand to do a collab with, which would you choose and why? Three, two, one. Color pop. Um, that was easy. Yeah, we did not plan that, guys. Um, Color would pop. you do a cool tone and I can do a warm tone? Oh my god, little twin stars. <gasps> That's what it's called. Pop, let us know. We call us up. Nobody, Little twin stars. Nobody listens to this podcast, <laughs> but maybe you can give us a collab. You know who listens to this podcast? Hey, girl, hey. Sharon Farrell. Oh, my We God. see you. We're such big fans. Oh, my okay. God. We're fangirling. Um, so, yes, ColourPop, um, because I would do a beautiful, luminous Ooh. skin collection mm. with that palette I was talking about earlier. Okay. They could do it with a beautiful super shock formula. Okay. Mm. I like that. Yes. I would do their ultra satin lips are really nice because they're not mm-hmm. super matte. They're they still stay creamy looking on the on the lips. Their ultra glossy lip is good too. Ooh, I would do okay, so I would definitely do ColourPop. I would maybe do like a 12 pan eyeshadow palette. Oh, you thought this out. And then I would do <laughs> a ultra satin lip, maybe two colors. And then maybe a bullet lipstick, and then... Ooh, their luxe lips are really good. A super shock eyeshadow and a highlighter. I it would wanna, be a full collection. I would do a palette of Ooh. of a highlight. Ooh. Like a mixed eyeshadow highlight palette. Okay. Ooh, yeah. That'd mm. be good. I'm just thinking of the possibilities. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like, my beautiful taupes. Yes. Ooh, maybe a nice yeah. eyeliner in there, too, to just kind of, like, round out the look. You know what? I would do, like, a ColourPop Faves collection. Okay. Different products like eyeshadow, a liner, a mascara. Like what you like, like a, from the brand. Like a classic a look collection. You know, kind of how Charlotte Tilbury has yes. like her little looks. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the rock star chic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that. Little curated um we like collections. That. Maybe like a four-piece. Mm. Ooh, call me I like up. that color pop. Let us know. All right. What was the last product you purchased after trying a sample of? I don't remember. It was probably a foundation that I probably didn't actually oh, purchase. you know, it was the, this is going to go in our March favorites. It was the Clinique Even Better Refresh Foundation. Oh, yeah. How is, I need to try that. Love it. I feel like I would like that. Absolutely love it. Hmm. Very full coverage, but you can sheer it out for sure. You can, you know, the product itself is very pigmented, so mm-hmm. you can do as much or as little as you want. It is a beautiful skin finish. I love it. I really don't know. It was probably, mine was probably oh, wait. a perfume. And another perfume. But these are all in my March favorites, so I'm going to save that. Karina, okay. did you have any answers for it that? Was, it was probably perfume. Okay. I don't, I don't get samples that often anymore. You give me samples I used of, to like, hate, some skincare. I used to hate samples, and now I love them, which is so weird. Oh, probably. You gave me a sample of the Origins um, Charcoal Honey Mask, and then you ended up giving a full-size one for me for Christmas, and I still use it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right, next. Oh, was that it? That, that was, was it! it. <laughs> I really love this. Okay, so we, I think I'm going to try to make this, maybe we'll do a question of the week for our podcast now, and we'll tag Temptalia in our post because I really appreciate that she spends the time to make these really thoughtful questions. Also, I have only recently discovered her. She is literally the encyclopedia of beauty. She has to have like a full on team, right? I hope she gets paid a lot of money to do this because, because the amount of money she spends on purchasing well, this makeup. It's makeup and swatches and comparing it to every single everything she, in her collection ever. It's insane. She is a genius. Okay, anyway, thank you, Tentalia, for the inspo for today. And today we're going to talk about March favorites in our double take. Coming up. 
Okay, Karina, welcome to this week's Double Take, where we are going to discuss our March favorites. Karina, would you like to go first? Um, yes, I would. So, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about this for a second. We have the same favorite this month. Guys, we're talking about Charlotte Tilbury's Hollywood Floss Filter for a Superstar Youth Glow in the color fair, because I'm a fair bitch. Um, so, yep, this stuff is great. Love it. Um, I love that it's in a giant-ass bottle, because I probably won't use this for, like, Karina, it's a this, good six months. it's a one ounce. It's like a foundation. Yeah, but you use, I use it I sparingly. Know. That's the thing. It's like, it's the size of a foundation it's maybe the price of a Charlotte Tilbury foundation, but it's something that you would only use a tiny amount of. Yes. Like, it is... I can't it's see gorgeous. enough good... If anybody wants a beautiful, glowing complexion, you have to look at these. And guys, if you have a Sephora that carries Charlotte, get a sample it is, before you buy it. It is perfect, dewy, glass skin in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Highlighted perfection. So, yesterday... It's gorgeous. So, I shaved my face... Um, because I don't love the peach fuzz on my face because I was, I also feel like my, my foundation can emphasize that oh. and it doesn't sit that nicely, but oh my God, shaved my face. Yesterday, <laughs> I put a little bit on the highlight, you know, points of my face before foundation. I put on my foundation, mm-hmm. which is my L'Oreal Pro Glow, which mm. I love. But then I, I tapped a bunch of the shit on the tops of my cheeks and my skin was literally like glass it is and this is made for people of most all skin type skin shades i would say this doesn't come in a shade for the deepest of skin tones but there is a nice range yeah if you want dewy perfected skin if you like a highlighter that is subtle natural looking not powdery guys it's not blinding you have to look at this because it is it is stunning. It's maybe my favorite product find so far this year. Oh, it's so pretty. Um, so definitely part of my March faves. Um, this is my fave just in general, but I this is I think I did pick this up in the last month. Um, it's a new shade of the ColourPop No Filter Concealer for me. Oh. I was using something that was way too light before. Oh. Um, so I was lucky enough to go into uh, Ulta that they had these in stock. And I swatched them. So I use these just in the inner corners of my eyes and a little bit below my eyes. But I am the color Fair 08. That is light. Yeah, it's real light. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, probably a shade or two uh, lighter than Laura is. So wow. this is very, very light. But I just use a tiny dot of it, and it, and it goes a long way. Um, I like the way that it sets. doesn't crease on me. So I use this. Um, love it. And something I just got, excuse me, in the last month, too, actually just a couple weeks ago, was the Benefit Cheek Leaders Mini Bronze Squad. So it is a blush, a highlight, and a hula bronzer palette. Yeah, this is um, I got the mini version. There is a larger version of this with maybe some other There's items. only two more. I think there's only five in the large palette. Oh, okay. Um, so Ooh, I have, there's, there is a highlighter in this palette. It's called Cookie, and I believe this is like probably the only place you can get this yeah they're limited i have the blush called gold rush it's this beautiful kind of a neutral almost like a warm Warm, dusty pink dusty pink shade but it is it's a satin finish with a like a very slight gold sheen which i think is really pretty especially for summertime Mm -hmm. um and i got the it has a hula bronzer i use hula light but i find if i use a very light hand with this it looks fine yeah and i'm gonna probably get some sunless tanning lotion in the next couple of weeks or so yeah 
um, which should help with that. Yeah. Um, so I've been liking that. And lastly, I have the Essence Ooh. Super Curl Volume Mascara. Oh, I'm gonna see that. So it's you don't like a plastic wand. I love a no, plastic I don't. wand. I like gripping my lashes, <laughs> but it's a curved like a spoon wand. Okay. Um, but it's like a almost like a triangle shape if you look at it head on. Oh, weird. So it really grips my lashes, and also, I don't know. Hmm. I think. I might be having an issue with the fact that my lashes are so luxuriously long now. <laughs> what a problem to have. Is it a gift or is it a curse? <laughs> um, so I've been using the Grande, the Grande Lash Serum and my eyelashes are super long and it's only been, mm, oh, actually it's going to be about two months starting tomorrow. Okay. Um, and it's, it's hard to get volume out of it. Like, it doesn't, yeah. like, the mascara, it kind of just defines every single lash, so, but they're also very long, so it's just, like, so my so lashes... So it still looks like, good. It looks good, but it's not as full as I'd like. That's the thing. It's, like, sometimes you think mascaras are just, like, you've found one, you've seen them all, but, like, hmm. some, especially when I have to use waterproof because my lashes don't hold a curl, it's very, like, that spiky sharp yeah. kind of look and then when I use something like the Mr. Big from Mon- Lancome they're so full and fluttery it's like where did all of those lashes I wanna come from? Try, I don't have any Lash Paradise on hand but I want to see what Lash Paradise would look like mm-hmm. on these lashes. Mm-hmm. Also you really don't even need to really curl your lashes. I wish. I'm you starting, started it. I'm starting to see like the tips of them curling upward. You think you will. I can't wait. Girl two months from now you're gonna be like I love wing. It. You're gonna be winged. You're gonna, I... you're gonna Bat your lashes and take off. Oh, I can't wait. All right. So those are my March favorites. How about you, Laura? Okay. So I've got four. So the, um, one of the questions that we answered in the last segment was what was the last thing you purchased when you took home a sample of it? And for me, it was the Clinique Even Better Refresh Hydrating and Repairing foundation. So I'm on their website and it claims to be a full coverage foundation with 24 hour wear that revitalizes skin for a more youthful look. So it's a full coverage natural finish foundation. Is it really full coverage? It is full coverage, girl. Oh, that's oh, that's thick. Okay. It's very thick, but almost like a gel, not a oh, gel. Oh, so I could use this amount and put on the entirety of my face. <laughs> yes. You literally need a sm- very, very what? tiny amount of well, it. I'm, I'm interested. You did get me a sample. That is very full coverage. Yeah, you um, need very little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, she did get me a sample of this, so I will try it out, listeners. So, and in the foundation, there is hyaluronic acid to plump fine dry lines, peptides to help keep skin smooth, and salicylic acid to retexturize skin. That's so cool for you. I love, I have been obsessed with this so foundation. <laughs> it is so dark on you. Um, I'm using the shade 04 Bone um, because it is the most, like, it's the lightest one with the most golden undertone, which I am quite golden. Excuse me. Um, but that mixed with the Charlotte Tilbury filter on the high points of my face is gorgeous. Hmm. Um, and I noticed the other day I used powder all over my face. I hated the way it looked on my skin. I could see every crack, every piece of texture. Like, Ooh. I hated the way it looked. And so this on its own is Gorgina. Yeah, that with the ooh. It's mm, very and it says glow. it's a natural finish, but I think it's a more radiant natural rate to radiant finish. That's interesting that it has the salicylic acid. So it'd be it's a full coverage foundation, but that's actually you know what? That's actually really smart because oily skins want a dewy finish too. 
But I think salicylic acid for somebody who's acne prone like you are, then that's a really good. Well, I'm not choice. acne prone, but I do have a lot of texture from old acne. Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't you don't break out anymore. Thank God. Good for you. You know what it is? Birth control. Oh, yep. <laughs> not everybody can take it, but I something I cannot live without. Otherwise, my face will go back to being pepperoni slices on a grease lick. It's really not. <laughs> it's not cute. Mm. Um, but I've been loving this. So if anybody is interested in a fuller coverage radiant finished look that doesn't separate. That's a problem I have. Because I'm oily, natural or radiant finish foundations separate on me. This doesn't do that. Oh, it's good. And it spreads really easily on a brush if I use like a buffing brush or if I use a sponge. Mm. So I love the way that it looks. I can use as little or as much as I like and it just looks really, really nice. So I'm very impressed with I'm that. Try that out. Yeah. Um, the next thing I've got is I tried this on my face the other day after a long time of not using it. It's the Glossier Cloud Paints. I have the color, I have four colors now because I purchased a couple of more. Um, so the one I really love is Beam and that is a lovely peach uh, tone. I use that too. Beam. And then you know what I did? I mixed it with a flawless filter. Mix everything with a flawless I, filter. And I tapped it on and my cheeks were glowing. And the thing I like about this is that these colors are quite sheer, yeah, but, they, color but they stay put and they yeah. don't move. So once they are dry, they're dry, but they don't look dry on the skin. They add this it just beautiful... Melts, it melts into the skin. It's so sheer. The application is seamless. Like, you can't get a harsh line off of these. I'm just going to mix this on the back they're of my hand with so the flawless pr- filter. Yes, you have to. It. It's so pretty. Be careful because a lot, little goes oh, a long I know, way. I know, I know. I so I, I have the shades Dusk, Beam, Puff, and Dawn. And so I think I'm going to be using this for springtime. That's a lot of pop- cloud paint. I know. On the back of your I'm hand. I'm just having fun. Don't okay, that's it. fine. Um, and they're beautiful. If anybody wants to try a cream blush but is kind of afraid, oh. try these because <laughs> there is no harsh lines from these when you blend them out. You can blend them with a brush, a beauty blender, whatever you prefer. And then if you do mix them with like a highlighter uh, drop, it is gorgeous. Karina, you are, <laughs> what is happening? I'm Karina! I'm literally just smearing this all over <laughs> She... All you need is a dot. I've had a glass of wine. Okay. Okay. Just one. All right. So thirdly. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Okay. 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 I'm using that. Sorry. (laughs) I think I only just got this a couple weeks ago. Is this your palette of the year? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. I've been talking about this so much. ColourPop Sweet Talk palette is my favorite palette so far this year. It is a mix of mattes, of shimmers, of a super shock formula, and two pressed glitters in these beautiful peachy, fresh-looking shades. They're gorgeous. I've used them for multiple looks already. I've used this as a transition shade. Oh, I've never, I've that, never liked a warmer tone transition what? like that. To me, it looks really pretty. And like this beautiful, like cool pink on a on your cheeks as well is really beautiful. Oh. If anybody loves a peach tone, if everybody thought the Too Faced Peach palette was going to be something else, nah. go to ColourPop <laughs> and, got, and get the Sweet Talk palette because you will be, not be disappointed. Um, and then the last item on my favorites list is something I actually got another sample of. I didn't like this at first because this perfume is not something I would normally reach towards. It is the Angel... It is a limited edition perfume, so it's called Angel Au Croisier, which means cruise, I guess, in French. Is that what that means? Cruise? Croisier? No. Cruise? I believe it's cross. That's cross. I don't know. I don't know. So my anyway. French eludes me. We don't know. So, but Oh it, my God, this smells like... Fresh mango. 
Okay, remember that perfume episode? Remember yes. that, that one perfume I talked about? Is about it wanting, wanting my teens from Sephora. Is that what this smells like? Escada Sexy Graffiti. That's, is that what this is? I mean, kind of. Yeah, it smells... <laughs> okay, so if anybody likes fruity scents, this smells exactly like a ripe, Ooh. fresh mango. You need to mix this with that beachy scent you have. Mm, okay. It is a beautiful sunset colored bottle. So it's in the shape of their angel is like that star shaped bottle. Mm-hmm. But it is a pink to orange to yellow sunset color. It's gorgeous. Mm. Um, and it is a limited edition scent. I love it for summertime. I am usually not somebody that likes a sweet fruity scent. But because this smells like a fresh mango, I am obsessed with this. I can't stop sniffing my arm. Um, so those are my favorites for March. And I think going into April, I can't believe we're already going into April already. That was really fast. Um, I'm excited for the change of seasons. Yesterday was a beautiful sunny day. I literally sat outside for hours just sitting outside in the sunshine. Soaking up those rays. And it just makes me feel so good. So I cannot <laughs> wait for spring and summer and the fun makeup that's going to come up. Oh, yeah. So, guys, we're at the end of our episode. I know this is a long one, but the last two weeks were kind of short. It was a long one, but a fun one. Really fun. I think these questions are super fun. It gets you thinking. Um, you're not just, like, a passive consumer of beauty. It just makes you think about what you like to choose and you want to buy and spend your money on. So, if you liked this episode, please give us a shout-out on your social media Please subscribe and listen to us. Give us a good rating. We come out with new episodes every Monday. Rate, review us, tell a friend about us. We would love to be a part of your weekly commute on Monday mornings. Make your Monday morning just a little bit better. And follow us on Instagram at glowintel. And give us an email at glowintelpod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, what you want to hear from (laughs) us next. Um, And if you have any answers to the questions that we asked on today's episode Mm -hmm. i want to hear your thoughts yeah and also follow tentalia because she posts her question of the day i believe every day every day question of the day um she is a total like her knowledge is vast yeah, if you Her ever need help. website has like 4,000 pages on it. It's it's huge. I think she makes you be a better consumer of beauty. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah. So I thought this was really fun to record. Um, yeah. So we will see you guys next week. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.